Have you ever wondered what it's like to do research up north? Like way up north? In the middle of the Arctic? In the middle of nowhere up north? Where there's snow and ice all year round. Unexpected wildlife intruders. Remote, exotic locations? If that sounds like you, the Polar Continental Shelf Program has your back. Science is hard enough, so they're here to provide logistics, coordination, and advice for researchers ready to take the Arctic plunge. What exactly does the Polar Continental Shelf Program do? Well, we're about to find out. This is Natural Elements, and I'm your host, Barb Eustina. Natural Elements is a podcast series brought to you by Simply Science, which is Natural Resources Canada's online magazine. We talk to our experts about the work they do and how it relates to the world around us. We'll give you a taste of the topic and let you know where you can find more information. So let's get to today's subject, the Polar Continental Shelf Program, often referred to as PCSP. Let's say you're planning to do leading-edge scientific research in the Arctic. You know it's going to take more than just a keen sense of adventure. So one of your first points of contact would be PCSP. They're here to help. In 2018, the program supported nearly 1,000 people. So if anyone knows what it's like to thrive in Canada's north, it's the team of experts at PCSP. It takes hours, months, sometimes years of preparation. The level of coordination, the amount of specialized gear, and the number of custom vehicles needed just to get there may surprise you. But it's vital work, from climate change to natural hazards and sustainable natural resource development, Arctic science is key to planning our future. We got in touch with Program Director David Mate. We asked him what a researcher heading north needs to know before they go. A few of the things that scientists maybe don't often uh, remember to do when they're doing research in the north are uh, community engagement is really important now for all scientific research uh, done in the north. Um, having a good health and safety plan is really critical because uh, we're often uh, putting people out in really in the middle of nowhere uh, in a very extreme environment uh, where there are some uh, uh, polar bears and other uh, significant uh, predators. And uh, another nuance which I think is... Um, uh, you know, that's good for a scientist to remember is that in the in the north, there are often some additional permitting requirements as well. Before you can get permission to do your research, you have to fill in uh, uh, certain certain permits, whether it's a water license or access to crown lands or even access to, for example, Inuit owned lands. So that's the first thing. There's a lot of paperwork. In 2018, PCSP supported over 160 projects in the north and they take on new ones only once a year. So in their applications, researchers must thoroughly detail the type of research they want to do, list where they want to go, and the equipment they need. Once approved, the PCSP team begins to work their magic. If you um, uh, make it through our, our, our process, uh, then we would follow up with you, and then we would, in more detail, coordinate your logistics requirements. We would start scheduling airplanes for you and determining the types of airplanes, if you need it, to get to your field site. Covering 5 million square kilometres and 36,000 islands, flying is the only way to get around Canada's Arctic. Jumping in your car is impossible. 
All in, last year, PCSP clocked in nearly 4,000 hours of chartered aircraft time. That works to over five months of non-stop flying. And it takes an impressive fleet of aircraft to get researchers where they need to be. Anywhere from the Yukon-Alaska border to the shores of Labrador, all the way up to the northern tip of Nunavut. The aircraft that we use is quite diverse. Our real workhorse that we use is a twin otter, and, and we can uh, set up these planes to, to uh, land, uh, land, any, uh, land on the tundra. Um, we can also put skis on them. Uh, there's other planes that we can use that have floats that you know, can land on water. We can use larger planes if we need to transport, uh, and we, we can land uh, in the area if we, if we want to transport heavier or larger amounts of equipment. Um, and of course, uh, a lot of scientists, once they get to their camp and if they need to uh, you know, travel around their study area, would require access to helicopters. The PCSP also provides living and working space in Resolute, one of the most northerly and isolated communities in Nunavut. It's a bustling hub for folks to eat, sleep, relax, and socialize after spending long days in the field. Really long days. Dealing with 24 hours of daylight in summer can be challenging at first, but the team will ensure you feel right at home and well-fed, even if your new home is in the high Arctic. We have a, a really great kitchen and, and staff that work really hard at making sure everyone's well-fed and happy. Uh, a couple of years ago, in, in, in 2018, uh, you know, that group served over 40,000 meals uh, in the course of our season. So it's you know, very busy. And not only are they cooking uh, at quite a high volume, but they're also very accommodating for dietary needs. So I have not heard of anyone, any client or any visitor who's had a particular need not getting uh, the, the service that they, that, and the food that they require. So pretty impressive when you're way, in, way far north in the middle of nowhere. Getting food and equipment to far-flung corners of the region is no easy task. One way to get around this is by storing gear in warehouses, located in both Ottawa and Resolute, ready to be shipped anywhere in the Canadian Arctic. In 2018 alone, the amount of equipment shipped north weighed roughly 550 tons, which is about the weight of 290 beluga whales. So quite a lot of gear that, that our folks are providing uh, to researchers at their field location and so it's really important that we make sure that what we provide is cutting edge, uh, is customed or uh, for severe climates, so that the you know the people that are using it are safe and secure. So my staff spend actually it's 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 kind of a fun job, but they spend a lot of time researching whether it's online or going to certain trade shows, the latest and greatest in outdoor uh, outdoor gear. Each and every item is designed and tested to withstand the extreme weather conditions. In fact, PCSP is so well known for its rigorous research that it's become a resource for evaluating new products. Currently, they're testing solar-powered equipment, electric vehicles, and working with companies to ensure portable items like tents are lightweight and durable. When we talk about innovation in, in our field equipment, uh, recently we've We've had a conversation with, uh, with an organization called Innovative Solutions Canada, which is a government of Canada uh, program that's focused on supporting entrepreneurs who are developing 
new types of products for the market, but they're not, they haven't hit the market yet. So they need uh, kind of test beds to test these new ideas. Um, so we're in the process of, of acquiring um, some electric skidoos and electric ATVs. Um, so we can test them in our climate, in our environment, and in our, you know, kind of remote Arctic uh, reality. Um, I know, who knows, someday if, if the technology is robust enough, this might be a way that we can uh, enhance uh, what we provide to our clients so it's greener, it's uh, maybe more uh, uh, performs well. Um, so it's really exciting, actually. Another crucial aspect of PCSP's work comes from engaging with local communities. While the program provides support for visiting scientists in the region, it's also vital to the people who live there. David says one way the program is strengthening and deepening ties locally is through Inuit employment and training programs. We've spent some time fostering relationships with uh, Nunavut Arctic College uh, Trades Program. Uh, and last summer we were successful having our first uh, apprentice from that program uh, work at our facility over the summer, uh, getting hours towards his apprenticeship in, in being an, an electrician. There are a number of ways PCSP gets involved. For one, it's exploring ways to reduce its environmental footprint. We have an incinerator uh, at our facility, so we uh, do not have to uh, dispose of our garbage in, you know, in a very sensitive Arctic environment. And, and so we are discussing ways w- that we can uh, provide some opportunities for the hamlet as well to, to access this uh, incinerator in order to reduce their, their footprint as well. So some really exciting community opportunities. PCSP also looks for opportunities that might benefit local businesses. One recent uh, success uh, for us is we've, we have our large food contract now in place with um, Arctic Cooperatives Limited, um, which actually has a store in Resolute. So now because we have a, a contract with this organization, there's more produce flying to town for the local community as well because it's a co-op. There's dividends and benefits that go to the local community as well. So there's, there's some really interesting ways just through procurement where we can also uh, enhance our engagement and build capacity within the community. So, as we've just heard, PCSP has your back if you think Arctic field research is right for you. It's a pretty massive job making sure Canadian scientists and researchers are well prepared for their northern projects. For some scientists, it may be the only time they're able to make the journey to the Arctic and the Polar Continental Shelf Program is here to help them make the most of it. To learn more about the program, check out the links in the episode description. Don't miss future episodes. Subscribe to the Simply Science podcast channel. And to learn more about the fascinating scientific work that we do at Natural Resources Canada, check out our Simply Science website for in-depth articles, and also our Simply Science YouTube channel to see our experts at work. You can find the links in the episode description as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time with a brand new episode.